The Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track. Everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. What do you think would happen if you didn't know your goals and if your realtor didn't know your goals? Hello, this is Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And welcome to another episode of the Inside Inside Track, where we share tools, techniques, and thoughts that we all need, we all deserve, you, I, everyone, so that we can make our house a home and where our families thrive and we can really just live the best life possible. Hmm. You're right. If we don't know our goals or the goals of our clients, we'll get somewhere. But it won't be maybe where we want more than where they want to go, right? Exactly. That's the challenge. Yes. We'll get somewhere. (laughs) Just maybe not the right somewhere. Yeah, it reminds me of a story once I heard a pilot was uh, came on the uh, on the announcement and he said, I got I got good news and bad news. Good news is we are going faster than we've ever gone before. Which is fantastic, right? Yeah. The bad news is we don't know where we're going. (laughs) And that's terrible. So we got to know where we're going in life. So today's show, we're going to explore and what we'll learn is why do we ask questions? Mm. And what's the power of the question asking? Because it's not always comfortable. Right. And yet what we've learned and many of our clients have learned is that if we start giving prescription or even if a doctor even more importantly, starts to give a prescription without first doing a diagnosis, we call that malpractice. And that's Mm -hmm. something I don't ever want to get caught in doing, Mm -hmm. is malpractice as it relates to real estate. Yeah, it's kind of like one shoe fits all. If if you think uh, real estate is like that, uh, then you wouldn't listen to the client's needs. Right. Right. And then that's probably the number one complaint I get. If someone hasn't had a good experience in the past, it's the agent didn't listen to me. They didn't show me properties in my price range. They didn't, they showed me properties that I said I didn't want that type or I didn't want with an in ground pool. And they showed me properties with an in ground pool. It just shows they weren't asking questions, weren't listening, and weren't responding. Right. And so whether we're talking about buying or whether we're talking about selling or whether we're talking about investing, knowing the goal that the person that is looking to either buy, sell or invest has Mm -hmm. allows us then to give a proper strategy, the appropriate strategy for that person. And then we're not just going fast. We're going Mm at the pace the person's comfortable going. And in this market, hopefully there's some element of fast because <laughs> it's going to take it, especially if you're a buyer or an investor. Yeah. And then we also are going in the right direction. Yeah. And yet we don't go fast until we know their key objectives and their goals because I always say, mm. first you get good, then you get fast. Right. Because you'll never get good going fast. Mm -mm. Much to my chagrin. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And so, questions. 
Mm-hmm. Questions can be, and maybe you've had this experience, that when somebody's asking you questions, it can conjure a bunch of different things. Sometimes it feels uncomfortable because you're thinking, well, I don't want them to know that. Right? Sometimes mm. I don't want somebody to know the answer to the question. Yeah, I think sometimes, frequently, clients don't necessarily like telling us their reasoning behind. And I think it's twofold. One is sometimes they're embarrassed by the circumstance they're in. Sometimes that's a negative thing. It's a, it's a family breakup or it's a uh, financial issue mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. So there's a little bit of... <clears throat> mm. Mm, I, I can't believe we got ourselves here. Right. Right. And then other times it's, I think they think that if they give too much information, they'll give up their power. Right. That, that you'll use it against them. Mm. And so that's why it matters, like matters and matters and matters, that you choose somebody they can actually trust. Right. Because if you trust me and I trust you, and it is so a mutual journey, because I can't believe the answers if I don't trust the person. Right. And the person can't give me the answers to the questions if they don't trust me or don't trust the team. Right. So it's a collective element of trust that needs to exist because without the answers to the questions of why and our objectives and what the rationale and the reasons are, it's pretty much impossible to provide the best solution and the best strategy. Mm-hmm. I can provide a strategy and solution. I can get houses sold every day, any day. It's just, am I doing it in the right way for that person? Mm-hmm. So I'll share maybe a quick little story. Sure. You know, my goal is often for a seller is to get the most money possible. And I think most sellers would say, hey, that's what I want to. And I'm okay mm-hmm. if you create strategy around creating multiple offers, creating a little bit of a bid effect, creating an auction effect. If my property is located in an area that allows that and the market is such a time that allows that. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's a go to what I want to accomplish for somebody. Mm -hmm. And yet if I ask questions and in the early days, I did not do this and I didn't find out that for this particular client, there was no way they were going to work with somebody that was that strategic about it because it was uncomfortable for them it didn't resonate with them as a way to sell a house whereas if i had asked questions what feels good to you what what's your objective as you're looking to sell what are you hoping to sell for and are you comfortable with having a creating a bid bidding situation that she would have said very very quickly no mm-hmm. and instead i didn't know that so i'm taking her down a path she doesn't want to go down. So I'm giving her an amazing strategy that many desire and are grateful that we do and Mm -hmm. not everyone. Right. So asking a question or many little questions allows that to be drawn out. Yeah. I know for me, like when I go into a consultation on investing and building wealth, that it's so, so important that I start to get the end goal, yeah. the picture. Like, like it's one thing if they come in and they just say, well, I want to buy an investment property. Well, that's not enough information for me. I need to know what their end game is, how many they want to, what's the reason for them building wealth. And, 
you know, many times it's not for them personally. Sometimes it's mm. to be able to be in ministry or to do whatever. But it so helps me in putting together a strategy and a plan for them to reach their end goal. Sometimes it's about cash flow. Sometimes it's about wealth accumulation. And they don't care about cash flow. They're paying too much in taxes now, and they want actually to hide some money. Well, I say hide. It's not really hide. They're, they're spending some money on the, that's a tax write-off, mm-hmm. right? So there's different scenarios, and I can't start to prescribe how to do that investment until exactly. I know. Exactly. So looking at questions, even if sometimes uncomfortable, is absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. And being willing to step in and answer that question. So questions open doors. Yeah. Right? Yeah. John Maxwell has a quote around that. He says, look at questions mm. like they're keys. Keys open doors. And the more keys you have on the key ring, mm. the more doors you can open. We're grateful to be your partners in growing wealth through real estate. What do you think would happen if we had not traveled the road we're taking you on before we take you on it? So I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And we've created for you free over, well, access to over 367 Inside Track episodes on our YouTube Decker Team channel. And they're really to provide insight on real estate, on insider tapes, making house home, growing wealth, and simply whole living. You get exactly what you need when you need it from the comfort of your home or office or even on the go. That's cool. You're right, Hedda, because I know that you know, I never used to stop for directions. I know. When we were Can, first married. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I so know. Do you know that feeling of not stopping for directions? It's when the fight broke out, Your Honor. Yeah. I used to have the theory that you're not lost until you're out of gas. I know. I remember. <laughs> I remember. Because that's when you go get gas and then ask for directions. Right. But when you, get, when you ask. If for, there's a gas station. Yeah. Close. So, if you ask for directions and you go there and the guy says, um, well, you, you make a, you go out here and you make a left, uh, no, no, it's a, it's a right, make a right and then turn left at the church. No, 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 it's not a church. It's the uh, corner store. And then you, okay. And then you go, oh, well, maybe the directions, maybe I'll ask someone else. So then you ask someone else and they go, yeah, sure. No problem. You make a left uh, 500 yards up there. You make a left. Then you go 350 yards. You're going to make a right and you'll see the sign for the highway. Get on the interchange right there. Right. Which directions are you going to take? The second ones. Yeah. I'm sure hoping. You hope so because that person's definitely confident about their instructions. Right. Hopefully, they've traveled that path many, many times. Well, if they haven't, they probably couldn't give you those instructions. Well, that's part of it, right? Like if I was going to climb Everest, which I wouldn't because I hear there's traffic jams at the top <laughs> and people die and stuff. It's horrible. But you, Kilimanjaro, you're after that. Yeah, Kilimanjaro, I'd like to climb. But you, even Kilimanjaro, you take people with you that have climbed it before that know the way. And also, they'll carry part of the load. Right. You know, I was looking at pictures actually just yesterday about a trip to Kilimanjaro, and I looked, oh, 
it was like a whole caravan. It was like it was like um, a book of grannies that went right, like grandmothers that go. So you could go, honey. <laughs> so, I did not see that coming. I and know. It's, a, it's like a truck blindsided you like that. I know. Horrible. Sorry about that, honey. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> no sorry. Sorry. So the, no so sorry. I looked at this camp and it's there's a ton of people, and then I realized, oh, this guy's carrying the tent. This guy's carrying cots. This guy's carrying the food. This person's carrying firewood to make the to cook on. And the, there was even one point where somebody had a birthday that a birthday cake. Somebody made him a birthday cake or carried one from down below. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm going, okay, it took a team to make this happen. Right. right. And a team that had been down the road before. Yes. So today on the Inside Track, what we're going to learn is why when somebody is selling a home or buying a home or even investing in real estate with the Decker team, it seems simple yeah. and even easy. Even though there's been so, there's so many parts, intricated, like intricate, intricate, integrated, integrated. <laughs> they are integrated and intricate. Thank you. You're welcome. For that catch. Um, you know, there's over 63 things that we take a buyer process through. There's over 107 things we take a mm. seller process through. Not a, well, the whole journey of yeah. getting from. The seller hey, doesn't have to do them. No, that's what I'm saying. They don't yeah. have to do all It's like those. the people that climbed Kilimanjaro. They didn't have to pack the packs. They didn't have right. to go buy the tent. They didn't have to buy the groceries. Right. Someone else took care of all those steps. But there's probably somebody at the bottom there that's got a checklist and going, okay, did we send you enough? Think probably. Did, did we send enough water? Did we, you know, boom, boom, boom. They're going yeah. through everything. That's what we go through. Right. And it seems easy now. And it is easy now. Right. Because we have done it over 2,370 times. That's a lot. That's Does that make lot. us an expert? I don't know. I don't want to think ever expert. <laughs> well, it's, well, they say 10,000 hours. Right. Oh, so we've well, got a okay. lot. Like, Way more. We're four times over experts, yeah. right? Four, yeah, yeah. 40,000 hours yeah, or something. Yeah, I think we, we figured out mine like 100,000 hours or something. Oh, my us. goodness. And so really the point You're is. You're like a diesel engine. You can get 100,000 hours out of a diesel engine. <laughs> okay. So the point really is, Ken. <laughs> yes. That. When you have somebody with you on the journey yes. of selling or buying or investing that not only has taken other people through it, mm -hmm. but have actually gone through it themselves, yes, they know exactly what to look for mm -hmm. and how to go right. about doing it to get the result right. like, that a seller or a mm -hmm. buyer, investor ultimately yeah, wants. the end goal. The end goal. And, the, and it's kind of like Candace and I were talking on a previous show that when you're driving home, some nights I get home and I've been on autopilot. I don't remember the stoplights. I don't remember the turns. I don't remember anything. But I know that I got to the end goal of getting home. Right. And that's how we take people through the process. And a lot of the things they don't need to know. No. And, and other they ones do, that they do, right, then exactly. we educate. We tell them what's next. Mm -hmm. and we take them along that journey. Right. But they don't need to know that we put oil in the engine. No, not necessarily. Right? Can you give now? I love your <laughs> pictures and your analogies. I think they help. You love them? Awesome. <laughs> and specific to real estate, what yes. is something they would not need to know is happening behind the scenes mm -hmm. and yet has to happen behind the scenes? 
Oh, that's a tough question. Kind of like if we're if we're taking photos of their property, right? They're putting it up for sale. Uh, we might be doing some editing. We might be sorting, putting them in a particular order so that someone looking on the internet gets enticed by the first couple pictures. Right. Uh, we might be moving those on to different websites or online social media campaigns. We don't need to tell them about every little intricate detail that we're doing right. to give their house exposure, although they'd like to know some of it. But some of it is just we do it to get the best result. Right. And even in terms of the photography, I remember the other day we were taking photos on a property and the client said, do I have to be home so I can understand where she's putting what and how they're kind of doing the final staging process? Because that's part of our professional photography team is mm -hmm. that we're finalizing the staging. Right. And I said, oh, you don't even need to worry about that because once the photos are taken then that's been done. And if you want to put it back like that for showings, then all you have to do is look at the photos and you've got it. But you don't <laughs> need to be there to go through the process and the arduousness of why the thinking behind the thinking. Right. So yeah, that's absolutely. a really good example as well, the whole picture process. And then also where we're putting things, mm -hmm. right? Because we know where it's effective right. and where it's ineffective. Yep. Yeah, and I think... Sometimes we need to slow down. We actually mm -hmm. slow down because you get so fast mm -hmm. that we we back it down, slow down, figure out where the points are that our client might be feeling uncomfortable, right. might feeling unsure, and we go ahead right. and make those in our system a touch point so that our client's right. getting the information that they need. Exactly. Yeah. So if you have a goal that you want to accomplish, it sounds like it's smart to hire somebody that's been down the road before you. Thanks for growing alongside the Decker team where we get to really partner and grow wealth and knowledge and wisdom together. If you're going to have a complex surgery, do you want a team of people that can actually help you get there? I do. I do too. <laughs> Me too. We're at the, we at the Decker team are overjoyed actually that for over 30 years, we've been helping people not only selling, buying and investing in real estate. We've also been helping people build their finances, helping people build their self-worth, helping people build their, um, their lives really. And mm -hmm. even their faith. And so we've been working and endeavoring as we've been doing as an example. Helping people strengthen their relationships, yes. heal and flourish in them. And so we're excited that for over 30 years, we've built their lives and our lives and their home. Yes. So in answer to your question. Yes. Absolutely. I want a whole team. I want a nurse to prep me. I want an uh, anesthesiologist. I want a surgeon. I want surgeon assistants. Mm -hmm. uh, I want nurses in the recovery room. I want physiotherapists to work with me to re redo. And you're saying you want that's actually been your experience. Yeah, I've had it. And <laughs> right. So, so I, I I would want that again and again rather again than again one person helping in. you for everything. Yes. And instead of somebody that doesn't actually have the expertise, so mm -hmm. it's about the team expertise. So on today's show, mm -hmm. we're going to learn about what it looks like to have a team that not only knows their business, but can instinctively 
take care of all the details in the process. And each person just knows what they know that they know that has to happen next. Yeah, that's terrific. And an expert agent will know every step. And for instance, we're talking about selling a home. Today. Yeah, today's primarily focus so, is selling. And if you're thinking of buying, isn't it helpful to know, even if you're buying your first home, what a seller has gone through so you even know what to look for? Hmm. And even if you're looking to invest, same thing, knowing what a seller is thinking and what's going on in their head so that you can work with that to your best advantage as a buyer. Hmm. So helping people get to their end goal right. sometimes takes a team of professionals. It quite often starts with the real estate agent. Yeah, it could start with the realtor or it could start with financing, right? It, it, it just depends on where someone's at. Because sometimes some of my clients have said, you know, I was going to I was gonna get my refinancing done for my house. And then when I talked to my mortgage specialist, mm -hmm. I discovered that, Given the interest rates and what they were when I got my last mortgage and what they are now, I can, for the same monthly payment, live in the home that I'm really wanting now or desiring now or that really serves my family now. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, sometimes it's the agent that comes first and sometimes yeah. it's the mortgage broker, but generally they kind of work like peanut butter and jelly. They do. We they, work in tandem with each work together. other. Yep. And because... If you want to sell your house, generally you want to go to a different end goal. Right. Now, if the end goal is going into assisted living or something where you're renting or going into a rental, you may not need to talk to the mortgage broker right. up front. Right. You will need to talk to them about discharges. Discharge if you have a mortgage have to a mortgage. discharge. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but if you're going to buy another property, then you best know you can afford to buy that property before we sell the one you're in. So you don't and want to be homeless. We've heard some horrible stories, mm -hmm. right? That's one of the first things we instinctively know to do is ask somebody, find out what your payout is. Find mm -hmm. out if you can port it. Find out if you can increase, if you can blend what your costs are. Like, just get all those financial questions ready. Yes. Even if you're selling. Because mm -hmm. really, it's a conversation of, can you afford to sell? Right. 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 So if you're going to call the Decker team about selling, then there's a process we're going to walk through. And it's good that you maybe know what that process is. First of all, we're going to sit with you, do a consultation as to uh, what to do to the property to get the mm -hmm. most amount of money, what it specifically might sell for. Um, and then the process that you're going to go through, the length of time, how you get ready for showings. All of that stuff. And I'm going to backtrack you a whole lot. Okay. You just missed about 20 steps. Because before we even come sit down with you, you're going to receive some information via email mm -hmm. that's going to prepare you for the conversation. You're going to have a phone conversation so that we already know what material we need to bring to your home, what pricing we need to do in advance, what additional information you might be looking for. Maybe there's some research we need to do so we can come and answer your questions mm -hmm. so that we know what you're looking to accomplish during the face-to-face -face meeting. Right. Which is kind of neat. Like it's very um, strategic mm -hmm. and it's very, I was going to use the word regimented and 
our part of it is very regimented and yet I don't think it feels that way. It feels like a conversation because it is a conversation and you're going to give us details about your house in advance, what improvements you made, what size it is, so that when we come and sit down, we're not coming in blind Mm -hmm. so that you get the most and best out of our conversation. When you say it's regimented, what you mean is it's systematized and there's still flexibility and fluidity within that system but you put a system in place when you truly care for people yeah it's like you know you call people on their birthday or you send cards you have a system for that not because you don't care but because you You care so much that you don't want to miss it so then you have a system in place right and that's i think what you're talking about being regimental in our systems right because if i don't if we don't then a piece falls through the crack potentially yeah and that could be a vital piece to you right right not to you ken decker well it could be if it's my transaction it could be if it was your sale (laughs) exactly well it is actually mm. it is important to me because if i let a client down and it costs Mm. them it costs me because they're it's it's like I'm buying for myself is the way I treat our clients or I'm selling for myself. Yeah. I don't do anything less than I would do for myself. Actually, I would tell more. you, you do more. Yeah. Because we would I'd probably take, cut corners on my own. Right. Which you would never, ever do mm-hmm. on behalf of a seller. That's true. So knowing the other team players because there's other team members there's not Mm -hmm. just us as the realtor making sure we have all our checklists in order and all our processes in order there's also everyone else on the team maybe it's a Mm pre-inspection so we want to make sure they know what they're looking for what are some of those other people on the team who are some of the other people on the team well photographers uh touch-up people um handyman handyman uh, stagers. I don't like the word staging, but really that's what you're doing. You're, mm-hmm. you're positioning furniture and, and pictures and stuff to, to make it look the most appealing possible. Cause how you live in your home is not always how you present it for sale. Not all. Well, I'm going to say not always. I would think I'm going to say almost never. And yet I have walked into the occasional home that I thought, how many shows have you watched? Not <laughs> just of ours, but of Joe's shows in general, yeah. so that you could make it perfect and you really live like this. Mm-hmm. And some people, the answer is yes. Regardless of whether you do or not, you want to make the most out of it. Mm-hmm. So what we want to do is begin with the end in mind. One of Stephen Covey's, one of my favorite quotes of his. And so thank you. We are so excited to be your partners in moving forward together because together, We've got this. Moving forward with the decker team.